What you are about to hear is a short commentary segment that was originally uploaded to YouTube, separate from any particular Rambles episode. Consider it bonus material. I released a video where I talked about Ms. Kiff's very strange ideas about Twitch discoverability. Go watch it if you haven't seen it, it's a very good thing. But one of the comments was interesting to me. From Friss Aus. One of the biggest Dutch streamers, Serpent Gameplay, did an experiment a few months ago where he created a new Twitch channel and started streaming there to see how easy it is to grow. He ended up doing quite a bunch of streams throughout a month, never getting a single viewer, which was an eye-opening experience for him. He made a video about it, but it's all in Dutch. So I suppose that's why I haven't heard about it. And Chuck here adds on to that. Drew Gooden ran a similar experiment and got something like three followers with only one person consistently engaging with the stream, and even that was pretty lucky. When you're at that ground floor on any social media, feels like an impossible climb. But on Twitch, it truly is an impossible climb. <laughs> when I first started streaming, it was so long ago that I don't think any third party things were keeping track of statistics back then. And I don't think Twitch's backend even goes back that far. But when I first started streaming, I wouldn't say I had zero viewers, but I frequently remember having like 10 to 15 or something and streaming in the Warcraft 3 section when there was only like max like eight people in that entire section. <laughs> but I of course still had my YouTube channel where I was getting like 500 to 1000 views per video. But of course it wasn't gaming related. So the amount of people who came from my YouTube channel to my Twitch was extraordinarily low. But it did give me like a handful of starting off people. And I often say the most valuable viewers I ever had were those people in the very early days. Crownofania was from my YouTube, I think. Sins of Death, that was another one. And how could I figure his name after all these years? Starts with N. You remember the guy I used to talk about who used to give me 50 bucks every once in a while and tell me I was doing good? Hasn't been here in a million years. That's why I say, chat, it's just such a soul-crushing thing how many people have contributed to my well-being in meaningful ways over the years and you just can't remember them all and the names just eventually go. I know I could look up some of my old VODs and he'd be there, but... Like, without those people, I wouldn't be here. Certainly, having effectively zero viewers back then was not as truly soul-crushing as it is now, although it was still soul-crushing back then. But having just 10 viewers, people to talk to, to feel like I was doing something, kept me going. I was also pointed to this Reddit post. You get these posts sometimes on the Twitch Reddit. The obsession of growing. I've never felt like this before, but now, every time I finish my stream, I feel angry towards myself for not growing enough on Twitch. I feel like I don't do enough, even though I do my best every day by editing TikToks and trying to create events. It's been my 10th month streaming for an average of 10 viewers. Maybe I'm just bad at it, in which case I would continue streaming because I like it, but it's sad to admit it to myself. Sorry for my English, it's not my first language. I hate reading things like this, man. It's so much of this is just luck. And when you started, happened to be in the right place, right time with right bits of information to get somewhere. Oh, I can go back to 2015 with Sunny Gnome. This is already when I started playing uh, GTA though. So I can go back to when I had 300 followers. So I was speed running for an average of 12 viewers. Look how long I was just nothing. Averaging like 10 viewers and slowly but surely. But even then around here was more when I started caring about YouTube more than I was caring about Twitch. But I mean, could I have succeeded on YouTube if I didn't have all this footage and all this time and all this knowledge that I developed with GTA 5 for the previous five years? I doubt it. Like we could go back more granularly here. So over the course of a year, I went from averaging 5, 10 to like averaging maybe 20, 30. It was a slow crawl. But this was back when there was far less competition. You could have 50 viewers and be like 10th in a directory or something that's very popular that people actually searched on. I don't know where I'm going with this, I just find this sad. And people editing TikToks and stuff. It is so difficult 
to bring even a reasonable amount of people from TikTok to another platform or even YouTube shorts. I've talked to you guys about how I've received hundreds of millions of shorts views, hundreds of millions of TikTok views, and my viewership on other platforms is barely budged at all. Think of how many billions of views chat I have on other platforms. And on my Twitch, I average a thousand viewers, which is a nice amount to have. Don't get me wrong. I just mean that. How many millions of views do you need to get on these platforms to convert a single person from a short to a, to a live stream? Millions upon millions upon millions for like one. I suppose you could be more smart about it and advertise your Twitch in a way that doesn't negatively impact the performance of your content. Like, I, I don't bother doing that. I I want the growth to be natural, but I get more when I speed run. <laughs> I used you type Kappa, but yeah, I, I do. Like, can you imagine how many viewers I would get on Twitch if I just like said, hey guys, I'm doing 100% GTA 5 today. Let's go. And I just did a 10 hour stream again. TikTok is just not good for growth. Simple. It's always got to be a comparison of relative strength, right? TikTok and YouTube are good compared to nothing. <laughs> but in my position of constantly being shown small streams and uh, small content creators on, on, on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube when I'm looking for new editors, I can tell you that a lot of the content that's being produced is of sufficient quality that if it was produced by someone large, it would get views. But it's not of sufficient quality to really break out of the people at the bottom. Once you're big, you can get by doing what I'm doing right now, just chilling, hanging out, playing some Binding of Isaac. But if you're not a nobody effectively, you need to do something more than just what everyone else can do. You need to find that point in the market that, that no one's attacking and give it your all. Or you need to be something truly unique that people can't easily replicate. You're in the right place, right time with the right bit of information. Odds are millions to one. TikTok just doesn't create enough recognition for individual creators. As people talk about, sure you're getting views, but how much of that is like growth of like a community and recognition of you as a person? And it depends on your content, how much is growing you as a brand versus just like people hitting like and moving on. Like I know on TikTok of like four or five creators that I'd recognize. I never seek out their content, but when I'm flicking through my For You page, I'm like, oh yeah, it's that guy. I know what he does. The lawyer guy, the history guy, the Australia current events guy. I don't know the names though. It's recognizable faces. And that isn't that good, but it's better than nothing. Maybe TikTok viewers are mostly with short attention spans. They only want to watch the exciting part. As I said in that video about Mizkif's silly views, it's so many things need to be true for a TikTok viewer to also potentially be a Twitch viewer. Like I watch TikTok. I watch YouTube shorts on rare occasions, but the main thing I watch is YouTube videos. I watch extraordinarily little Twitch. That's just because I've been in the, the YouTube ecosystem for so long that the algorithm is pretty good at presenting me new things that I want to watch. And I much further the ability to be able to pause content. But back to what this guy is saying, maybe I'm just bad at it. Maybe he is. Every one of us were at one point bad at it. But when I was bad at it, everyone was bad at it. So I wasn't as handicapped by being bad at it and had time to grow. But if you find your niche, a thing that only you are doing or what have you, you can be bad at it because everyone else in that niche will be bad as well. Like I'm sure everyone who was streaming Noita when Noita was new was a bad streamer. But if you wanted to watch Noita content, you had to watch bad streamers. I'm sure Dunk when he first started streaming was goddamn awful. Actually, I've seen some of his old content. Yeah, he, he was just awful as I was when I started. But now he's great. Perks of being first. Ever see what gymnastics is like from the 70s? It's what children do now. Yeah. Let's say right place, right time, right information. In a way, it's why I feel guilty sometimes when I'm not giving this my all or I feel physically incapable 
of being everything that I, I, I feel like I should be because I recognize how many people would want to be in this position, right? And then I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not appreciating the good fortune that I've had, not given back as I should. I don't think anyone thinks you're not giving it your all. I'm sure some people out there are like that, but honestly, I just wish my all was more than I have. Most of the time I'm watching for the people, not the content. The content is what brings you in first though, man. You find the content appealing, or even just the surface level understanding that you can be presented in a title, a thumbnail, or a small preview, a clip, and you go there thinking, hey, this content's great, and then you grow to like the person making that content. And so that person then transfers between different types of content. So that consistent sameness is what enables you to find enjoyment in many different types of content that they produce. That's the end game of content creation, where you've got enough of a audience of people that comes with you through each different type of content, that you're big wherever you are, and enables you to get exposure for the content you're producing, for those new viewers who are also just finding that content appealing, who can then be converted into people who are interested in you as a person, to replace the people interested in you as a person who've gotten sick of you and are leaving in a constant cycle. So we ended here. Thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.